0: What is up, guys? Welcome to Podcast 419. We are a podcast all about making and sending disciples who love and live like Jesus. In order for us to do that well, we have to talk about the ins and outs, the highs and lows of doing life together.
1: That's right. And because of that, when we're living life together, there is no topic that we can't talk about. There's no conversation that's too big because our God is big enough to handle it all. So let's jump in to this week's episode. Let's hit it. All right. Well, welcome back to the four one nine. Mm. I want to start doing that.
0: Four one nine.
1: That's got to be a real area code, also. And oh, so for
0: sure. Well, hey, can we ask uh, one of our analysts in the back? Go
1: yes, ahead. one of the analysts in the back, which is just a high tech. I don't want to. I don't want to minimize this. Yeah, we've high tech research a whole team for this. We've got probably thousands of people looking into this. It's actually right taking now them longer than, than you would want. Does. Ohio. It is Ohio. Hey uh, Toledo. Your birth state. Toledo?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's um that's where I was born. Uh is in the big four one nine. Not actually, somewhere near it though. Probably. Ohio nice. can't be that big.
1: I mean, it's somewhat big. Not like Texas big. Nothing. But what is, Texas is? nothing. Yeah, is. What
0: is. Anyway,
1: welcome to Podcast 419, the 419, but not Ohio. So don't be confused. Please or don't. if you're from Ohio, just keep listening. That's yeah. fine too. I'm Chad, or otherwise known as New Brian, and Josh is here with us, as always, and uh, here's the deal. Here's what I want to ask you right out of the gate. Let's go. Way back in the day, mm. this is pre-Netflix, even before Netflix was just sending out DVDs, all right, through the mail. Mm. You got to be honest. Were you a blue and yellow guy? Were you Blockbuster, or were you Hollywood Video?
0: Well, here's the thing. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, were you? <laughs> I really was. That's insane. I really was. We did not talk I about put this. I thought into this because Blockbuster was an experience. Okay. Like as a kid, like I would go into Blockbuster, and I, I'm going to be honest, I don't even know what the other one was. Hollywood but Video. I, we didn't have that. So In Florida, I, I I've never heard of that. Oh my god! But uh, we would go into Blockbuster, and it was a ride. Oh yeah, like you'd go in, and it was just everywhere. And you'd spend like thirty minutes trying to figure out what's the right movie, and yep. you'd be there with dad. and Dad would get movies that you weren't allowed to watch, That's and it was right. just like, man, but can I watch Men in Black? And he's like, no. Yeah. Uh, and there's hurt there. I but can tell. The whole point, like, it was it was a. Ri- and then you'd be like, hey, can I get some candy? And dad'd be like, no, that candy is eighty five dollars. It doesn't make any sense yeah. that it's so expensive. Uh, and then you try to talk him into it, and if, if mom wasn't there, sometimes he'd get it, and it was a whole thing. Oh yeah, uh, so yeah. To answer that, blockbuster. That's crazy. The fact that you didn't even know
1: what Hollywood video is, because see, I mean, I, I understand was, the concept. Sure, I mean, it's the same concept as blockbuster. It's just Hollywood video. It kind of it felt like it tried to have more of an appeal to it. Like, hey, look at like us. a banana. No, but yeah, sure. Orange, you glad I didn't say blockbuster? So the thing of of it was, there was a blockbuster on the way home. From both work and church and so for me like this was one of the funny things about Alyssa and I early on in dating was like she was like hey do you want to watch this movie oh I've already seen it because I would just watch movies I just I love to watch movies I just wanted to learn about movies I really liked it a lot Um, just because I I think the concept of trying to duplicate human feelings is pretty interesting like why is that what we want to watch but it's so that we don't have to necessarily feel them, and typically there's a positive result. Whereas sure. in real life, it's not always the truth. Mm-hmm. But I say all of that as a long, drawn-out intro into what you're kindly putting in this episode, Be Kind rew- uh, Remind. Yeah, Because Be that was the old phrase back then. This mean, right. It means nothing now. Be kind. Rewind. They would put it on videotapes because you had to you've rewind. You've never had a VHS. You have no clue uh, you what you are talking about.
0: Just understand that you're not going to understand.
1: Yeah, and that's okay. You don't know what you don't know. Amen. You've you've come into a simpler time, but <laughs> that's
0: true. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine
1: like trying to pick up where you left off? I mean, I guess you can do that with a VHS, but oh gosh. Anyway, so. What do you mean? What are you talking about when you're saying, hey, like, be kind, remind?
0: Yeah, so there's this uh, story in the Old Testament. Uh, We've got Joshua who is uh, getting ready to lead the Israelites across the Jordan. Uh, And so rather than parting the sea, uh, when it's a river, God doesn't need to part it. He just needs to stop one side of it. And so God stops one side of the Jordan. It dries up, uh, and they walk across on dry land. And so they get over, and as they cross it, that represents them stepping into the promised land. As they're doing this, uh, God gives Joshua a command. He says, hey, I want you to get these 12 stones, and I want you to set them up as a reminder of what I've done here. And I think what's really important for me to realize uh, as I'm engaging in uh, relationship with Jesus, uh, or just relationship with anybody, really, uh, is I need to have built-in reminders throughout the day. There's this phrase, uh, Chad, maybe you've heard it too, that, that I hear all the time. Uh, where people are like, hey, it's something like, "Hey, I just need to remember to pray more, or I need to uh, remember to get in the Word more consistently." Or and there is this idea of I need to remember, but we don't like remembering is not something that I can do intentionally. Sure. Like it's like like I need to actually set up reminders so that I can remember. Uh, and so that's the thing that we're going to be talking about today is how can we intentionally set up reminders throughout our day to press into our relationship with Jesus.
1: Yeah, I think that's so good, and I think we do that for everything else. So literally, hey, I've got to remind myself to wake up. So what do I do? I set my alarm clock, like, and then I'm waking or up by a rooster. That's you what Peter could, would do. That uh, would he? I still, I don't know. That's true. I don't think Peter could come to terms with it. You I wonder not. how often Peter ate chicken like maybe uh, often maybe out of spite <laughs> but it's just like also i don't Peter's how can he revenge. live with that in his heart he can't mm. do that he was a changed man um but i i do think that there are those simple things that we easily like uh, another thing like for we're both married it's very sure. important for us to remember when our anniversaries are mm. when birthdays are we both have kids it's good to remember that they were born it's true you know august 30th hey dude September 17th. Hey, that's friendship. We said each other's kids' birthdays. That's how stuff goes, people. That's what living life is about. Was but, that, is that Aiden's Yeah. Is it really? Oh, my <laughs> God. The fact that you didn't know now, I hate that even more, <laughs> that you acted like it was great. Oh I wouldn't my have high-fived goodness. you if it was incorrect. Oh, man. How dare you? That was too good. All right. Now, back to the episode on biblical conflict. But anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think that there's these major milestones, but I honestly think that there's one word that comes into all of this stuff when we're talking about reminders, and it's intentionality. I I really do think Mm. that that's the crux of it all, because if we feel like these things, just like we talked about, anniversaries, birthdays, waking up to get to places on time, scheduling meetings, all that stuff, the reason why is because internally we say these things are important to us. Sure. And so then if it's important, I'm going to be intentional to remind myself to achieve these things. And so why would we think that it's going to be any different in our relationship with God? I I don't think that there's anything that would indicate that it should be different. Because if it's as important as we're saying we want it to be, then we have to put those intentional steps to put in place, hey, I'm going to set these reminders. I'm going to put these things in place so that I don't
0: forget and I'm equipping myself. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important. There's also a, a tension just in relationship uh, that we have, where um, the closer we are, the more we feel distance in relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna circle back why that's important in a minute. So I'll, I'll give you an example. If I don't talk to my wife for five hours. Or 12, we'll say 12 hours, I'm going to feel that a little bit because my bride and I, we're communicating pretty frequently. Yeah, uh, And so I'm going to feel that. And so I'm instantly going to be drawn back to, hey, you know what? I need to reach out to Jenny and see like how she's doing and check in. right? Whereas somebody that I just met, like I'm not going to feel that same tension. Sure. The reason that's important is because as we talk about building relationship with Jesus, you're not starting. like Your starting point isn't deep abiding relationship that you've had for years and years and years. Sure. The starting point is Really, ground zero where Jesus has pursued you through incredible things and like loved you in spite of yourself, uh, and that builds trust there. But having a regular cadence where you feel that tension of like, hey, you know what? I need to go to Him. Like I'm missing Him. Uh, that's not naturally going to occur on its own. It takes time, which is why reminders, especially starting out, are even more important. As you develop a deeper abiding relationship, the closer you are with Jesus, the more automatic it's going to be, and the less. Frequency or less time you're going to have away from him. Like right. That's just how that's going to work. Uh, but especially as we're starting out, these reminders are absolutely essential to set up because otherwise we're just coasting. And I think that's where we get these um, spiritual infants who have been like they place their faith in Jesus and have really been walking in, in distant fellowship throughout the in- entirety of their walk. Uh, And and that's not what we're designed to be. Like we're not meant to be converts who just like accept Jesus. And then we just stay in spiritual diapers the rest of our lives. We're meant to actually lead others into freedom. And we can't do that uh, if we're not building, uh, intentionally building that relationship and setting up those 12 stones and those, those reminders for us throughout uh, our days. Oh yeah. And and I think, you know, I was even talking,
1: it's funny that we were hitting this, but I was talking about this yesterday uh, with one of the guys that I'm discipling. Like there's, so many times that I've experienced not necessarily uh, here at Sci Life but you know over the 20 years that I've been involved in ministry in some way like there are people that that can quote scripture but do they know it mm. and there are people that from a again we talk about this all the time like their age all of these other things would indicate that they should be spiritually mature but then once you investigate a little further or you have any kind of interaction with them that puts them out of their immediate very small comfort zone sure it's very easy to identify man these people have not like they that that kind of stuff it doesn't equate to spiritual maturity right and and i think exactly what you're talking about is there's one thing to just read the word there's one thing to just do it out of habit but it's another thing to then utilize that again intentionality yeah To utilize those things to deepen the relationship, not just for the benefit of knowledge, not just for the benefit of, uh, I don't know, I I think knowledge is kind of where I land on that, but not just for that, like our own surface or selfish benefits, but for the fact that we get to get better so we can help others get better Hmm. uh, and we're better for the kingdom.
0: Yeah. And that's so important, like, when we talk about even just discipling relationships, is, is recognizing, like, it's a whole chicken or egg deal, sure. except there's an answer to this one, uh, because the Pharisees knew all kinds of Bible knowledge, and they had no relationship with Jesus, or right. at least— not the kind of relationship that you want to have with yeah, Jesus. Yeah,
1: because technically the relationship was
0: murderer murdered him. and murdery, which <laughs> yeah. is not how you want to be. It's not ideal. Nope. It's definitely not the target. No. Uh, and so if our goal is deep abiding relationship with Jesus, side by side, sometimes even side by side on a cross with Jesus, uh, like if that's the target, uh, I think that there are some relational steps that we can take to to drive towards it. And usually it's going to be the relationship that's going to drive the knowledge not the knowledge driving relationship I know some facts like Debo Samuel my favorite football player right now I love that dude uh, as a player right sure know some some facts about him I don't know him like I, right. I'm not here saying hey I've got deep relationship with Debo I know right. about him uh, will that ever translate to a relationship with him probably not right uh, and so the reality is we don't want to we don't get those confused in in world relationships right when I'm looking at somebody across the, the aisle, and like, hey, I know that he's got blonde hair, it doesn't mean that I have a relationship, right? Right. Uh, and so, but we confuse that with God. It's just like, hey, if I know about him, then I know him. Uh, and that's not the same thing. And so these reminders that we're setting up are to help build those relationships, uh, and not, not so that you just have information, but really to drive that relationship with him to walk side by side on a regular basis. So, so Chad, what are some things that you do intentionally to remind yourself about who you're walking with. Yeah, I think um
1: really at the start of it, like I had to be taught like and this I'm talking about like within the past three or four years, because before that, like quiet time was not a huge value. So like that's that was one thing that I was just like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like. And, and I've had great conversations with people about it. Like even questions like, is it really like, do you just sit there and be quiet? Is that why you call it that? Am I supposed to do anything? Am I listening for things? And like I had those, you know, those sure. were kind of questions no, that's that real. I would have. And it's just like, man, I, cause again, it wasn't modeled for me. It wasn't valued. And, and again, it all goes back to what is the purpose behind it? And what are we going after? Why are we trying to do these things? And it's so that we actually know God and not just, can spit facts about him uh and so i think for me that was a good starting point Mm -hmm. is like what did quiet time look like and i think the other thing is is hopefully hopefully people understand like it's gonna look different for different people in different seasons yeah and that's got to be totally okay Mm -hmm. it's never going to be identical for everyone everyone doing it the same way there's going to be certain things that speak to people there's going to be other things that don't and that's okay um i think the thing that I would encourage everyone in is that find, find something that works for you to get in the habit um, to where it is a consistent thing. But then past that, start to make yourself uncomfortable. Hmm. And what I mean That's in good. that is, is that just don't stay there. Because if you get comfortable, then what I've experienced is, then it's just it becomes habitual and not the good way. Sure. Uh, just it, checking because, off a box. Yeah, exactly. All right, I did it. Now I can move on. And that, you know, whether that's journaling, whether that's, you know, like on the Bible app, like devotionals, yep. uh, both of those things, um, I'll kind of go back and forth and switch that stuff up just so that it isn't just the same thing. And if there's something that really is going well for me for a while, like that's what I'm going to lean into because sure. I'm getting something out of it. And then if that stops or if that changes, I'm going to move to something else. But I think even peeling back that layer instead of just saying quiet time, I have to intentionally schedule it. And here's what's going to be – it may sound dumb. You may think I'm a crazy person. I mean, like, I already feel like I've got a cheat code. That's how you say it, like, for working at a church. So we get those kind of passes, right? But I've got to literally put it in my schedule. Come on, It's got to be either written down, like you'll see in my actual, like, physical schedule – Qt at the top. Yep, and it's like that's one of the first things. And if
0: I don't do that, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it, it's same thing that we talked about two weeks ago, where it's like, hey, you need to make time. Yeah, right. It's not about finding time. I, I need to make time. And th- the way that I word it is, if I don't know when I'm meeting with Jesus tomorrow, then we're not meeting. Um, like I need to schedule that out the night before. Of like, hey, when is this going to happen? How am I going to make time and make sure that this is a priority in my schedule? Super important for me. So, uh, one of the other things that I do, because uh, quiet time is a staple for me as well, I love that you mentioned that there's going to be different new, like different ways that people connect with Jesus uh, at different seasons, uh, and also based off of how we're designed. And so, this isn't a template for, hey, here's how you get close to Jesus. Here's the pamphlet. Go check off all the boxes. Right. This is a, like, hey, this is what works for us. You're going to have to find your rhythm as you're walking beside people that you're discipling. You're going to have to figure out what, like, help them figure out their rhythm, too. Yeah. Uh, So the piece for me is like I am driving in my car. I wouldn't say, like I'm not not the biggest driver, but I'm in my car. I I would say you're an average size driver. You know, thank you so much. I I would like to think so as well. Uh, And so because of my average sized driving, uh, I uh, I actually try to use that time intentionally. And so that's not uh, so much a prayer time. I've heard people who do that too, though. Sure. Uh, But for me, it's a time to get to worship or a lot of times what I'll do is I've got different books that I'm reading, trying to just like understand who God is from different perspectives and how he's interacted in different people's lives. Uh, And so a lot of times that's how I read books is is while driving audible hashtag not not with my eyes, but uh, Mm -hmm. definitely uh, it has been a great resource to me uh to really knock out some, some books that I really wanted to read and didn't have time to to be able to do. And so I learned a ton about who God is uh just in that time driving. Sure. Um and so is it sacrificial? A little bit because some of us do like like to jam out to I don't know, this is Texas maybe country music. I don't I don't know what people are into. Uh I'd say music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely music. Yeah. You have to say that. I don't have you're to you're obligated to say I
1: that. listen to I I would say that I listen probably to less music and more podcasts than you
0: would actually believe. I don't believe it. See, there you go. I knew it. Proven. <laughs> the whole point is, like, I try to use that time intentionally, right? Uh, as a checkpoint, because I'm in my car, uh, and my drives are usually actually pretty short. But I'm in my car multiple, multiple times a day, mm-hmm. uh, and so just like that, I have built into my schedule these reminders that are constantly pointing me back to my creator, and I need that. Uh, because I have a built-in forgetter. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I like if I if I walk too long without being reminded looking at one of those 12 stones, uh man, I'm going to forget. And then I'm walking out uh of my house or out of work as Josh. And we don't need Josh. Like we need we need an it, like an imitator of Christ is what right. we need. Uh and Josh can't do that on his own.
1: Yeah, I think even in the you know, I liked how you put it as far as the scheduling meetings. Like, if I don't know the day before that I'm meeting with Jesus, then that probably means I'm not. Sure, I think that that's that's also true. And some of those reminders for me are the meetings that I set up with oh, yeah. specific people on my team, uh, meetings that I set up or that I have that are consistent with uh, guys that I'm discipling. Like, all of those are also reminders mm. because I have to be like. Holy Spirit, ready in any of those conversations, uh, and what I mean when I say Holy Spirit, ready, is that pew, 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 is there? What are you firing guns at people? You're just quick on the draw, you know? Oh, yeah, you got to okay. be ready. Yes, is that what you meant? It's not. I thought you Star Wars away. shot me. Yeah, I can't believe you have these guns here. I'm I mean, so it is sorry. Texas. I'm so sorry. We just hit all the Texas stereotypes today. It's big. There's guns. That's right. Country music. That's right. Barbecue. No. What? No, I was just trying to be argumentative. Okay, Just yeah. being
0: contrarian. You can
1: keep going. <laughs> that is what That is what you're known for. <laughs> anyway, but I think that setting up these meetings and, and being Holy Spirit ready, like, is there any conflict that I have? Is there anything That's that good. we need to walk through before I go into this? And more so, is my heart ready to deal with these things? Mm. And if I'm willing to ask that question, I have found that Jesus is more than willing to answer it. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty quick, and he's like, yeah, you are ready, or nope, uh uh-uh, get this stuff right. And Mm -hmm. so those are reminders. So when I'm heading into these kind of conversations, like, okay, I'm Holy Spirit ready. But again, when we're talking about these checkpoints and reminders, I would say, so again, like we talked about it, like you and I have the cheat code of working at a church. What does it look like for someone outside of it? Here's what I I would suggest are you getting with people and do you have that intentionality behind the conversation? So it's not saying that you have to surround yourself or constantly be around church people. I think Jesus was pretty clear on how he wanted to walk that stuff. But in the conversations that you're having or in the intentional meetings that you're setting up with those that are around you, are you bringing Jesus? Are you inviting him into the conversations? Are you using that as a platform? And what a great reminder to go in, like even setting that, yep. like, man, hey, if we, have I talked about Jesus? Do I know where this person stands? And I know it's difficult, and I know it can be very, very, like, awkward, but I think the more that
0: we do it, again, that closeness that we have, we
1: get. 100%. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and, and to give some just, like, real-world world examples, because, like, before I had a church job, like, I was in the secular world, world to a degree, uh, and so I was a teacher for a year, uh, and during that time, uh, the— Chad teacher' schedules are crazy.
1: I still can 't figure this is way probably too much information. I still don 't understand when teachers eat or go to the bathroom, they which don't. I know are connected, but like i can 't figure it out
0: Jenny literally my wife is a teacher um, literally avoids water when she 's teaching because there 's no time to go to the bathroom, which but then I, she gets dehydrated i know it's it 's a vicious cycle. <laughs> I because they i 'm unhappy
1: <laughs> and i 'm unhappy because i eat
0: yeah so when i when I was teaching uh I had to be very strategic and 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 i 've had several different secular like i've i had sales jobs uh, i've had worked in like the army like there's been different environments that i've had the chance to work within uh where i 've had to figure out okay, so what is my my current schedule? Um, how does, really, how does that schedule fit into my relationship with Jesus, not the other way around? Mm. Um, And so, like, hey, Jesus is my staple, and so he is going to permeate and and really kind of bleed into all these different other areas of my life. Uh, So when I was teaching, uh, one of the things that I was doing is I was getting with another teacher uh, before school each morning because I was discipling him, Mm. Uh, and we were doing quiet times together, and we were pressing into relationship, and then I would teach throughout the day, and I'm praying for my students, and really, like, Taking opportunities to have conversations about Jesus, because frankly, I, I, if they fire me, they fire me. Uh, and and at the end of the day, like I was, there were three days a week that I was with different students who were struggling in school behavior-wise. Um, where like, hey, we were playing basketball together and building relationship, and I was sharing with them like, hey, like, who is Jesus on this court? And I was having those conversations, and then I was having conversations when I was tutoring them the, the day before, because in order to go to basketball, they had to let me tutor them. Uh, and so we're again having conversations about, wh- hey, where does hard work come from? Why do we work hard? What's the point of being kind towards your teachers or towards other students? Like, why why do we do that? Because it's not just for the sake of being kind. There's yeah. there's a model that was given to us by our Creator, uh, and having the chance to share that. And so I'm using different opportunities in the relationships that I have to share the gospel. And I think the problem is when we hit that point where we can, it's scary. Yeah. Like there are so many environments that that we're in, and, and I'm not saying I wasn't scared because I knew that there was a risk to this, um, and and I say pray prayerfully, like right. I'm not saying like hey, just go pew 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 all the time, like like really, you want to be Holy Spirit driven, and I want to be Holy Spirit driven, uh, but what I knew was I needed to be en- engaging in the world. Like if you are not in a church job you're on the front lines mm-hmm. like that's that you're on the front lines of battle, and I don't know a single soldier that's ever been on the front lines and that's forgotten that they were there, oh no, but I think the tension for us as believers, bring back to the the built in forgetters is we forget which side of the battle we're on, yeah, and so when we're on the front lines, uh it's easy to default into the world side of things and just kind of coast with it and to dive into gossip and dive into conversations that just aren't honoring to god at all or just avoidant of those conversations uh because it's easier and then we don't have to do battle we don't have to go to war and remembering that the war is not against those people uh, but it's about the the principalities of darkness like we we we're here to take ground for the kingdom uh and that only happens if we are reminded and have our schedule set up in different reminders for us of whose side of the battle we're on and that y'all are on the front lines like like, it is hard to forget when you have that perspective, but so often we uh we don't.
1: Oh, yeah. I can remember my dad telling me one time, he didn't talk, he was in, in the Vietnam War, he didn't talk about it a whole lot, but I remember him telling me one story that, like, it was, and I, it, for history people out there, you'll, you'll probably remember this, but um, they're arguing, uh, and it's some sort of summit for the Bay of Pigs, and, like, Stalin literally takes off his shoe and is banging it on, like, the podium. As he's talking and yelling, and my my dad said at the exact moment that that was happening, he was sitting in a German field, staring at a line of like German and Russian tanks, and he's ju- he's go like they're listening. They're both sides are listening to this on the radio as this is happening, and he's like, it was one of the it was like this crazy thing, like just this like crazy dynamic to be staring at this situation like head on, right. And it's just like, man, what are, we, what are we doing? But I can guarantee you, because he told me that story so many years, you know, 20, 30 years after it happened, yeah, he didn't forget that he was on the front lines oh. because he's staring down the barrel of a tank. Mm. And, and that really is all of us. Like, that is what we're going through. That is what we're walking through each and every day when we're taking on the world. Um, but I, I think, again, just like you said, everything that you said, I just hear it like oozing with intentionality. And that's really what it's got to come down to. If we want to be reminded, what are we doing to in intentionally remind ourselves? Because we are natural forgetters. That is what's going on. I know that I am. Sure. Like, And so what are we going to do? And I really do think it, it's as simple as it is like easy to forget, I guess. Yep. But uh, I think like, we've got phones. Like, set those reminders on the phone. If, if that's where you've got to start, that's great. There's yep. nothing wrong with that. Set, you know, every hour on the hour, whatever it's got to be. If it's a personal one, like, whatever the kind of reminder that you have to set. Um, I, I would say don't be embarrassed by it. Don't sure. be, like, wherever you got to start is where you got to start. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't always have to stay there. That's the great thing. Sure. And And Jesus is calling you to m- move forward in that. But
0: wherever you have to start, start there. Yeah, and I know that this is where Jenny would stop me, right? Because this what you just described is exactly how I do it, right? Like, I'm like, I'm all in. Uh, and this is why I fail at diets so often, right? Because I go— I don't I know go that t- life. I go too fast, too quick. <laughs> uh, and so uh, for some of you, like, hey, if you're a new believer, here, here would be my challenge is get into a discipling relation. Get into something that is going to consistently point you to Jesus mm-hmm. uh, and help you build that plan uh the the tension is when I go too fast, too quick, um those become check boxes really quick for me,
1: well, and you can't sustain the pace right in in a twenty six point what is it twenty six point six that's a marathon like yes <laughs> you have no clue it is that is because I see the other stickers thirteen point three and I'm like, well, you almost did it, but anyway. I've never done it. uh. But even in that, like, you, like these guys are not full-out sprinting. And now, mm-hmm. obviously, they're running way faster than I ever could, but they're not full-out sprinting sure. the whole entire time. They even have built-in plans while they're running these marathons yeah. of, I'm taking, like, a slower pace here or a faster pace here, like, whatever it is, mm-hmm. a steady pace the whole way. But a steady pace is not a full-out sprint from the beginning because right? we just can't sustain it. It's not designed that
0: way. Yeah, and so the biggest thing is, hey, like, start – start yeah. like like hit, just, hit the start line that's right and, and keep a good pace and yeah. have somebody there that's again discipleship have somebody there who's checking in on that and just like hey so how are you doing like hey you said you're gonna pray before pray before meals which listen that's a good reminder like it, yeah. but it's not meant to be a ritual and so so often it's just like hey i just do this because i'm supposed to do this and no no this is actually supposed to be uh if you do that cuz it's not like a biblical mandate that you no. you cannot eat unless you pray yeah. like it's something that i can do to remind and even like remind my family is something that we do it's like hey we're just going to pray before meals and we're going to like praise god and give him the thanks that he deserves uh in this time and if we're hungry it might be a short prayer but we're going <laughs> to do it yeah uh, because we want to be reminded intentionally about hey who were we built for and what were we built for yeah Yeah,
1: and I think uh, along those lines too is that you know as we talk about that steady pace, reminders are only as good as the accountability that you have with them. That's good, and I think that that's one thing that you know I'm still trying to figure out, and I'm still trying to learn how that really goes together. But the other side of that is, is that if you do have someone that's discipling, and again, I had this conversation recently, if someone's discipling you, and like be honest. Like, cause that's, that's uh, obviously that feels like a very remedial thing. But what I mean to say in that is if you said, Hey, I'm going to set up these reminders to do these things, you're telling that person because you want to be held accountable to it. Sure. And so then when you don't do it, just be honest and say, Hey, I'm not doing this or I'm doing it this way now. Then that gives the opportunity for that person to hold you accountable. Yeah. And so then I think that that's where those reminders just become even more concrete in your life. Because then you have that accountability. Someone else is holding you to it so that you don't have to be by yourself in it. Oh, that's good. So,
0: Yeah, and I think that so often I, I even think back to just the, the tension that I, I think most of us feel of when I am held accountable for something that I do not do. That's usually when shame sneaks in yep. and when I try to like smoke grenade that relationship and just kind of disappear for a little while. Uh, And I would say fight against that. Like that's that's the enemy playing his his games. Like like we are called to live in the light. And so when you do not do your part, own that. Yes. Um. Because like Jesus is in the ownership. Like that's yet another reminder for us of like, hey, you know what? I'm broken and I make mistakes and I don't don't like knock it out of the park every every time. Uh, And that's why I need Jesus. And that's why I need these reminders. And just like that. Your failure again is pointing you back to Jesus, and that's yeah. beautiful. And I think that's what Paul's talking about to a degree when he talks about us boasting in our weakness. Yeah, it's it's like, hey, I'm just a man. Like I right. I, I I'm not going to get it right all the time, but I know somebody who does, and so I'm going to follow him. Yeah. Well, and
1: I think too, like I, at least what I've understood and what I've come to learn in my own journey is. Like I'm gonna call that stuff out too. Mm-hmm. Like if something makes me feel shame, I'm gonna say, Hey, I feel a little bit of shame in this. Yeah. And that gives the opportunity for the other person to speak life into me as opposed to me holding on to it. Sometimes it it is good just like you've gotta you've gotta internalize it and and let it go. But I, I I know that for me, I've learned that I'm gonna call that stuff out or hey, that hurt me or that that made me feel shame. And then that person has that wonderful opportunity to go, hey, you know what? That's that's not what that's about. Like, that's not what Jesus
0: is pointing you towards. So I think that's awesome. So a long and short of it, guys, uh, is there are any number of reminders we can say? And we only covered a couple. But there's so many things that we can do to intentionally build out our schedule and our day to remind ourselves and point us back to the one who created us. Uh, The challenge is start. Like yeah. dive into those relationships, those discipling relationships that are going to help point you back, build that out together, be strategic, be intentional and be reminded. Yeah. Uh, because as we are reminded and as we look back to Jesus, someone in your life is going to say, hey, what are you looking at? Yep. And you get to say, hey, let me tell you about this guy that I know. Mm-hmm. Guys, we are so grateful uh, for the time that we get to spend with you every week. Uh, just love getting to remind you about uh, really what these discipling relationships and these conversations can look like. It's not easy, but it is what we're called to do, and we're glad to get to do it with you. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.
1: Peace! Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you were able to walk away with maybe some tips, maybe some more information, or just some more clarity on what it means to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. We hope you'll tune in next week. We love you guys.